Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. After the news yesterday of Francis meeting with his men in charge of essentially hammering the Latin mass groups into oblivion, and after the news late last week that the FSSP and Institute of Christ the King and similar groups had capitulated by deciding to literally show no spine by standing up to Francis on the essential question of preserving the Latin Mass and our heritage as Catholics, and instead begging Francis to be patient with us, a listener sent me something that is encouraging, a letter that literally no one else has seen from Archbishop Vigano that is 100% legitimate. It is his response to a group of Carmelite nuns who simply wanted to know from the good Archbishop what it is that they should do in these uncertain times. And it's a good question for them to be asking. As the Vatican office that has been tasked with overseeing the Latin Mass societies, like the Fraternal Society of St. Peter and Institute of Christ the King, as well as numerous others, is the very same one that ended the practice of sacred tradition with numerous religious orders, most notably the Franciscan Friars of the Immaculate, beginning right after Paca Papa Francis's elevation to the pontificate. But more than that, Vigano's advice is applicable to us, the simple laity, who all we really want is guidance in these times. So I have that letter for you today, so let's get into it. But first, I wanted to thank the patrons of this channel for their continued support, especially in these increasingly weird times. It really does enable the work of this channel to continue and to grow. If you want to join the supporters of this channel, you can do so through Patreon or Subscribestar for as little as a dollar a month, or through the old-fashioned mail or Subscribestar for a single one-time donation. It really does help this channel keep going. And please support the other content creators you like as well. Supporters of this channel get early access to weekend videos, plus access to a patron-only Discord server that I am frequently in, plus the occasional exclusive video or podcast episode. Thanks for the support, and back to the news. So, going to interject here, as you'll notice, the title has the word fixed in it. For some reason, after the video was uploaded perfectly fine, it went from the Vigano letter, complete with the visuals for the Vigano letter, but it had the audio for a Sunday video on the dreams of St. John Bosco. So it's fixed, and I rushed home from the gym to get this fixed uh, and up for you as quickly as possible. So without further ado, the video you were actually expecting this morning. Thanks for your patience. This letter was given to a group of traditional Carmelites, and you'll find, I think, this interesting because the good Archbishop, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, provides some advice for all of us navigating these stormy waters, these uncertain times in the church. So without further ado, dated August 26th, 2021, Reverend Mother Irene, I received your letter a few weeks ago, and I apologize for replying only now. We thank the Lord who gives us strength and assists us. 
I read with great interest about your vocation and your experience of the Carmelite Eremitic life that you established in Ireland. I was very impressed by your courage, your unfailing fidelity, and your unshakable hope. You too have been hit hard by the ideological fury and ruthless hatred of the modernists, who, after years of slow and progressive infiltration, have now occupied all the vital positions in the church. Like gold in the crucible, our Lord has wanted to put you to the test, making you pass through fire and water. See Psalm 65. Uniting your you ever more intimately to himself. The Virgin of Carmel has deigned to show herself in the place where, centuries ago, St. Elijah proclaimed before the priest of Baal that the God of Israel is the true God. O Lord God of Abraham and Isaac and Israel, show this day that thou art the God of Israel, and I, thy servant, and that according to thy commandment I have done all these things. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may learn that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their heart again. See First Kings chapter 18, verses 36 to 37. Even today, in this great apostasy that is fouling the church and the world, we find ourselves invoking, like St. Elijah, that the Lord will manifest himself in all his power to rout our enemies and expose their superstitions, or to rout our enemies and expose their superstitions. Even today, we see false priests cutting their flesh. Even today, God's people question his divine kingship and let themselves be charged, charmed by the prophets and ba of Baal and Esera who recommend a solution as a moral duty, but that Vitus Florigna, the blossom-laden vine, the mother of the incarnate word, invites us to renew our faith in her son in the certainty that he will not fail, to show the nations that he is the Lord God and that he converts the hearts of his people. But for this to happen, for this pile of wood ready for the fire offering to be swallowed up by the devouring flames of charity, we may, must make ourselves worthy of divine intervention and return to worship the living and true God after decades of infidelity and consorting with idols. May your life, yours and your sisters, as well as those who wish to join you on the path of perfection, be animated by the spirit of reparation and expiation for the sins and infidelities, especially of the ministers of the church. May your serene and smiling face be the mirror of your soul. While in penance and the rigor of fasting, you tame your flesh and spirit. Offer yourselves as victims, unreservedly and unconditionally, and you will be welcomed and blessed by the pure, holy, and immaculate victim who offers himself for us every day on our altars. Pray for those who persecute you, even and especially when they should be your protectors and friends. On Carmel, the Lord God of hosts has triumphed, and with him has triumphed Our Lady and Queen, whom we venerate as Flos Carmeli, the Flower of Carmel. I ask heaven to bestow upon you spiritual material graces, above all the grace of a chaplain. This seems to be a very difficult thing to obtain in Ireland, especially in the present context of total crisis, both in the ecclesial and social spheres. For my part, I will do my best to help you as best I can. It would be better if you wish to discuss this verbally over the phone. Finally, feel free to publish my writings on your site in the hope that they may contribute to the spread of the light of truth in the hearts and minds of so many who fumble in darkness and confusion. Ask not for light crosses, but for strong backs, St. Teresa exhorts us. Let us pray, therefore, that the Lord will deign to make our backs firm and strong so that we may be able to bear with love the cross he has prepared for us. I carry you spiritually with me at the foot of the altar each day as I offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass. On behalf of you and your sister, Reverend Mother, I trust that you feel spiritually close to me, especially when you recite the canonical hours. With all my heart, Reverend Mother Irene, I give you and your sister my fullest blessing. 
in the hope of every heavenly gift. Signed, Carlo Maria Vigano, Archbishop. And if you'd like to read that for yourself, it will be on the Sources blog at returntotradition.org, like everything else, including the instructions for how to do the Seven Sorrows Rosary as we get to the bottom of this pack of mama mess and finally try to put an end to it ourselves. Perhaps the line that stood out to me more than any other was this one, quote, Pray for those who persecute you, even and especially when they should be your protectors and friends. On Carmel, the Lord God of hosts has triumphed, and with him has triumphed Our Lady and Queen, whom we venerate as Flos Carmeli, the flower of Carmel. End quote. I constantly say to pray for Francis and his henchmen, not for their intentions, never for that, but for their souls, that they will have an interior conversion and, you know, the rest of it. Jesus tells us to pray even for our enemies, that we are to pray for literally everyone. Maybe with Vigano saying it to these nuns, whose future seems to be completely unknown, we'll consider doing so. It's hard to do, I know it is. But our Lord told us to do it, so we must. It is part of carrying our cross, I mean, it really is, to wish the very best for those who detest us, and to, to really and honestly pray for those who do not like us, who do not have our best interests at heart. With that having been said, I have said before that today, beginning September 7th, is the beginning of the novena that I want to get as many people to participate in as possible. A novena to Our Lady of Sorrows, whose V-stay is on September 15th, the last day of the novena. This will not be done on a typical five-decade rosary. Instead, this novena will be of the Seven Sorrows Rosary, prayed on a seven-decade rosary that has seven beads per decade. In the show notes at returntotradition.org, I'll have a link to some specifics on how to pray this rosary. The intentions are simple. For Our Lady, St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, and St. Francis of Assisi to smash the Pac-Man Mama demon. If you listened to my reading of Vigano's recent letter on that topic, or read it for yourself, you understand why. I did a video that really just scratched the surface of the connections between the Pac-Man Mama and the Leviathan. I did that, I think it was last week or maybe late in the week before. And I plan to revisit the topic again in the near future because, as it turns out, I just scratched the surface of it. Vigano is last in last week's letter made it clear that all the woes of our time, all the evils that we are seeing unfolding now in the world, all of it, it's all connected, as well as is the Pac-Man Mama and the alliance between the Vatican and the Leviathan. You know, right after I did my Pac-Man Mama video last week, and yes, I keep saying its name on, wrong on purpose, I do that on purpose, don't worry about it, right after I posted it, a couple of different listeners connected at that same time the vision of Tailhard de Chardin and the thing to the Pac-Man Mama demon, and they both sent me, independent of each other, different messages about that. And so I'm going to revisit the topic of the thing. If you have don't know what that is, let me know in the comments, and I'll try to give you a link to that video. It's it's rather eye-opening. This was Teilhard de Chardin was someone who was very clearly involved with the demonic and has been listed by literally every pope since Vatican II as his, his, his favorite or one of his favorite theologians. It's something to, to ruminate on. And since we are talking here about a demonic entity, we must defeat it with prayer and fasting. So today, anyone who wants to join is welcome to join our effort to pray a novena that starts today and ends on September 15th to Our Lady of Sorrows on the Seven Sorrows Rosary. 
It's a seven-decade rosary that has seven beads, and details for that are in the show notes at returntotradition.org, as well as in the recommended video at the end of this one. So please consider joining us. The intentions are, again, for Our Lady, St. Joseph, Terror Demons, and St. Francis of Assisi to defeat the demon that was enthroned in the Vatican Gardens, and in St. Peter's Basilica on the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi in October of 2019, just before our woes began, and just before the second apparition of Our Lady of Akita happened and warned us that things in the world were about to get really, really bad. That happened in November. All that turned out to be right. So, please consider joining us in the novena and consider offering a form of abstinence or fasting as well, in penance for those acts. You can just model it after something you would do in during Lent, or pick up some intermittent fasting, or harder line fasting if you want. It's up to you. But please consider joining us. And then let me know what you think of all this in the comments, please. Is Vigano being too passive in his advice, or is he offering the best advice a Catholic priest can give? I know that some people want more concrete, action-oriented advice. But all things in our faith should be founded upon the solid foundation of prayer and fasting. And I personally think his advice is sound. But let me know your thoughts on this, please. And please pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.